and welcome my friends this is the rise to the top the number one badass show for mediapreneurs I'm DSG this is the spot where personal brands coaches speakers experts whoo internet info marketers authors etc all come to grow their biz and dominate online that's what that's what this is all about that's what the rise to the top is all about that is what the show is all about so I am very excited today because this is this is a uh, unique to say the least episode so, so let me explain what's going on here and kind of the backstory about this. So I'm about to have on two lovely ladies, Judy Diamond and Kate Frasina, uh, on the Rise of Top here. And let me just give you a little bit of background of what they've done. So a few years ago, someone introduced me to this interesting video blog online called Lipstick and Laundry. And basically what Lipstick and Laundry uh, was, was was Kate and Judy sitting at a kitchen table uh, talking smack. Basically, that's what it was, talking about you know mom stuff and all kinds of shenanigans. And I was like, what the heck is this? This is interesting. Next thing I know, a few years later, the show itself has been now picked up and turned into a reality show on Nickelodeon. And I was like, oh my God, this has to be an interesting story. Like, How did these these ladies go from literally the kitchen counter to now being on, you know, Nick mom with their new show, mom friends forever. So I track them down because, you know, we can always find some inspiration, some ideas, some, you know, just some entertainment from stories like these. So without further ado, here comes Kate and Judy on the rise to the top. Now, before we get started, though, I said without further ado, I actually definitely lied there. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, go to my PC. Now, uh, let me give you a shot on this, and, and, and let me explain, in case you're new to the Rise to the Top or you haven't watched a lot of episodes or listened to a lot of episodes, sponsors I find for the show, I want them to be a perfect match for mediapreneurs. I want them to be products that I use and I recommend, and then I basically reach out to them and say, hey, you want a sponsor? It's not the other way around. And go to my PC is awesome because what it basically allows you to do is access your home files from anywhere. You know, so, uh, you know, on a Mac, on a PC, on your iPhone, on your iPad, all that kind of jazz, you can just easily access all your files. So when you're on the go, you're at a coffee shop, you're, you know, stuck somewhere, you can access everything without having to like ruin the hard drive on everything. So check it out. I've got a 45 day free trial, no strings attached at TheRiseToTheTop.com slash go to my PC. So that's TheRiseToTheTop.com slash go to my PC. And now here's today's episode. All right, folks. Well, this one's been a long time coming. I just said this to them before we started recording. If you have your volume very, very high right now, you might want to lower it slightly. Uh, that's all I'm going to say. Judy and Kate, welcome to the show. Awesome to Hi, have you guys David. here. Thank you for having us. And by the way, I think we're doing, even though we're doing Skype, we're all in St. Louis. Is that correct? Yes. Correct. Okay. Awesome. So, because that really makes sense. But anyway, let's just hop into it. Um, you guys have a new show that is on the new Nick Mom comedy block called Mom, Mom Friends Forever. But I thought this would be kind of cool to kind of talk about your journey to this point because I remember hearing about you guys years ago um, from actually a mutual friend of ours, Bonnie Burns, um, mm -hmm. about you guys doing this video blog called Lipstick and Laundry. So can you guys tell us, as we're going to go back into the story, we're going to start all the way at the beginning, how the heck did that even start? And, and tell us a little bit about that because it just is, was one of my favorite little shenanigans I saw online. So tell me about it. Well, it all started when um, I'm in radio, and I've been in radio for a long time, and uh, one of the stations flipped formats. And so I became what's, being, what's called on the beach. You're basically out of a job. And um, <laughs> I never so heard I that. I just picked myself, up. That's cool. That's a cool phrase. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steal that. 
you can steal that one. Anybody in radio knows that you're on the beach. And so I kind of thought, you know what, I'm so tired of relying on somebody else to give me a job. And I thought, well, I knew podcasting was getting kind of big. I thought, well, you know what, I can come up with some sort of a podcast. And then a friend of ours who designs websites said, forget podcasting. What about vlogging? And it was in its infancy. And he goes, you, you're, you have... Uh, TV already background from being in TV and movie and, and commercials. Why not do that? And then I thought, okay, I don't know what I'm doing, but sure, why not? Then I met my best friend Kate. At the time, I didn't know her. <laughs> yeah, because Kate, Kate, I saw. I was actually reading about this um, at recent, actually in St. Louis Magazine, because you guys just had a recent article in there, and they were talking about how a lot of your friends were saying to each other, "Oh, we need to. You guys are gonna love each other. You're gonna love each other." So it was like, was it like a blind date, or how did you guys, you know, how did that happen? You know what? That's great. That's the way to put it. It was a blind date because everyone kept saying that we needed to meet each other. And why? We, we've even thought about that. We thought, why do people want us to meet each other? Well, then once we met, we kind of figured it out. Yeah. Is that our energies are the same? Our, our, you know, we just have everything in common that two people would love about, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. friendships, yeah. basically. So it just happened. We met at an audition here in St. Louis, and it was just kismet. We started giggling and putting two and two together. Together. We had two children in the same schools. We drove the same minivan. We lived three miles from each other. You know, I mean, it was just kind of crazy. So Judy came to me with this idea and I looked at her like, oh my God, Judy, I can't, I don't even know how to get on the computer. I don't even know how to do an email. So she's like, that's all right, Kate. That's all right. I'll teach you. I'll teach you. And I'm thinking, oh God, I am the worst student in the world. So <laughs> She did. She taught me everything. She taught me how to get my own email, how to get, we, you know, we came up with the name. We sat for hours and hours. Thought, of, thought of everything that we could think of, the, um, the motto of just because you're getting older doesn't mean that you have to quit being and feeling good about yourself. So that was the biggest motto that we wanted older to Older and being a mom, because a lot of times right. when right. you become a mom, you are completely forgotten in society. And that was one mm -hmm. thing that we're not, you know, right. if anything, I think being a mom, you can be even sexier. Right. Right. I can't empathize with that one, but I'm going to trust you on your opinion on that. As a former women's studies major at Wash U, so I can I, I, I can actually I can empathize as much as I can on, on the women factor there. But um, uh, so so interestingly, you guys, you know, and Kate, you have an acting back. You guys both have acting backgrounds, and mm -hmm. you're, you're involved in these different things. And it's funny; it's not like you were like these internet people that were like, "Let's decide to do it." It's almost the opposite. You mm -hmm. decided to do Lipstick and Laundry. Great name, by the way. And what year was this? I forgot. When was that? When did it first come out? Years ago? Yeah, 2008. Okay, 2008. Same year, same year the Rise of Top started. Um, yeah. And, and so, uh, and actually, that's a weird magical year. A lot of people that are listening to this are going to know that. You wouldn't believe how many people started in 2008. Whole, whole another story there. But um, so you guys decide to get started, and, and and I want you to kind of describe the show a little bit. I'm going to try to describe it for a quick second, then I want you guys to actually describe it when I botch it. But basically, here's what I saw: you two at a kitchen counter at someone's house. Right? <laughs> Whose house was it? <laughs> All right. So you're sitting at literally at this kitchen counter. Yeah. Camera on you. One camera right in front of you. Yep. Talking smack. Talking smack. Yeah. Is that, is that, I mean, is that, is that a good on camera? Is that pretty much the way to summarize what the show is? Absolutely. <laughs> Judy and I would come to each other and we would be crying or laughing about the stories that our children would come home with. And we would both look at each other and say, oh, my God, I am the worst mother in the world. Or I handled that really well. And da, da, da. And we would bounce ideas off of each other. And then finally, when we started Lipstick and Laundry, it was like, well, why don't we ask viewers what they think? Maybe we're not so crazy. Maybe we are good mothers. Well, 
Well, we don't know about yeah, that yet. We're, we're still, still the, the verdict's still the out. Verdict's still out. Well, your children are all alive, so that's always good. Um, so you know that you get credit for that. So let's talk about this though. At the beginning, um, you had a camera. You had to get these stuff set up. Did you have anyone kind of helping out, or was it just you guys literally just like hitting the button and then like sitting down and let let's do it? Like, how did you kind of? What was your team like? Were you? Are, am I looking at the team right here? You're looking at the team you, pretty we, much. We did have one other guy. We did, yes. Scott Eagle really helped us out from High Level Studios. He He's the one that was with Judy mo mostly, mm -hmm. like just trying to get, say, this is what you need. You need lights. You need a camera that's going to be good. In HD, they make HD right. cameras now and blah, blah, blah. So Judy was the one that then said to me, Kate, we need money. Right. We've got to have money to get all these things because we're, you know, we're two poor people, you know, <laughs> what can I say? So we scraped together on our credit cards, money to buy two cameras or a camera, lights, lights a soundboard. Um, and yes, you're right. We set my, our two big fat asses right in, on a counter in my kitchen. And here we are. You know, I really do believe, and you said a little a big, a big audience that you have is obviously podcasters, vloggers, people that do right. what we do. I'm a firm believer that if you want to get somewhere and you want to do something, you can learn it yourself. Yeah. Scott Eagle, who is a great, one of the best coders in the business. He knows exactly what he's doing. He didn't do it for us. He said, Judy, right. this is how you do it. And he yeah. was teaching. He would do was, tutorials for you or something yeah, like that. And, he would, yeah, and Judy would literally sit there and she would edit every show. Every show she edited. So it was, coming from a radio background, if you know how to edit waves, right. radio waves, it's very similar to video, you know, kind right. of edit. But it was still, I really believe that you know, you can teach yourself anything. Yeah, and it's interesting that, that a lot of people that I talk to that are in this space, myself included, everyone kind of started, like there's, there's very few people that I've talked to that were like, I started with this like crazy professional setup, I had oh, a team, oh, oh. I had an army of people. No one starts that way, seriously, on this space. Like everyone starts with like, you know, they have like a camera that like they're like waving and they're trying to figure it out. And then, they, you know what I mean? And then you, and then you, you know, and, idea. Right, yeah. you, you shoot a full episode that realize it like wasn't on, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. And then, and you know. Times have we gone through that. And, and my best work. Right, you're like, God, that was so on. It was so on, the lens caps on. You know, and, and so it's like, you know, so you kind of learn as you go with this kind of stuff. Now, my question, though, is kind of like now that, you know, before we get later in the story about how you guys are now doing the whole Nick thing and, and going that route, when you started it, because, um, Judy, you mentioned earlier that you were kind of like kind of fed up with not having control in the other business and things like that. Did you guys kind of have a goal at the beginning that's maybe changed or it's been the same? Was it like to try to, you know, turn this into a full time career to try to get it picked up by something? Did you have something in mind or was it just like, let's just run with this and have fun? It's a great question. That's a great question, because I, I, I I'll take this one. OK, I think at first for me, I just wanted to have a friendship. I just moved here from LA. I, I found a best friend that I could, like I said, balance my, my parenting skills off of. So I was doing it as a hobby. I was basically saying, well, I'm in St. Louis. The acting career is dried up. There's nothing here. So let's just have fun. And then we started getting hits. And so then things started to change for me. It's like, well, you know what? Maybe we've got something here, Judy. Maybe we really have a connection and some chemistry that people are starting to like. So that's when it changed for me. I don't know, really, honestly, even after seven years of being with you, if that's how you started it out. No, that's a great I started question. it. I started out definitely as a business, mm -hmm. knowing that it, when I mm. met Kate, it was a. Uh, that's the person I need. That's. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, right. we became best friends. It was like this is exactly, and I could see 
exactly where I wanted to go with it and still see where we want to go with mm -hmm. it. You yeah. Know? Well, now things have changed because now it is, you know, my, I've thought, okay, now it is a business for me. Right. But I initially, that initial thing for Kate was, oh boy, this is fun. St. Louis, this is great. You know, I can, you know, eat bonbons and get fat and, and still be on TV. And they got Judy is Dr. Evil in the background plotting out uh, world domination yeah. while you're doing that. Oh, because she's smart. Oh, yeah. no, you have no yeah. idea. Poor Kate, you know. Yeah. I mean, I got to give Kate credit. She completely and totally trusted me in this. And, I did. And I don't know, there is very few people, I don't know any people in the world that would have, the hours that are put into this, you know, David, yes. hours and hours of unpaid hours. Yep. It's not just turn on a camera. It's hours and... It's research, too. Yeah. You, know, you right. know, if you're, when you're doing oh, yeah. it, research you have to research mm. the topic you have to research that everything so we would get together every morning every morning at nine o'clock so that was our you know that was a ritual oh, for us. that was our job mm -hmm. is to get together and make shows three or four shows a week and that was it now, so. now, now question on that because i want to definitely get back to kind of the business stuff in a little bit later and by the way yeah research you wouldn't even but know, know the random facts I know about you guys that shall be spilling later. Uh, you're you're going to be like, what? How does he? Uh, but uh, but let, let's talk about one quick thing is that there's one thing to get the concept down. It's one thing to like figure out the camera and start doing it and getting it up and doing all that kind of stuff, right? Like kind of like the logistics and getting it done and hoping that to God that it's good, right? Right. It's another thing and one of the biggest struggles with people that are I call mediapreneurs, right? So creating, you know, the, this online content is building that damn audience, right? Oh, like that's yes. one of the hardest things that people, they're like, oh, it's good, but it's me and my mom and the cat and I'm hitting refresh. And that's how we all start. Everyone starts like that. So I'm sure. curious because you guys don't have like some kind of like weird internet marketing wizardry background or anything like that. <laughs> how did, did you go about sort of building this audience and how, how did that kind of happen, especially in the early days? Once again, Judy, what? I'm really an idiot. You are not. I really didn't do much except show up. She's talking about. But Judy, once again, would get on this thing, this, I don't know, this is this thing called Twitter. The inter the inter I, I, are you going to say the internet? The internet? Yeah, well, that too. But I didn't know what Twitter was. I'm like, what the fuck is Twitter? <laughs> you know? So Twitter, 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 Facebook, I didn't know anything about it. And Judy kept saying, Kate, this is how we do it. This is how we do it. We have to build their Twitter. And she literally, before I knew it, got us 5,000 followers in within like months. And I was like, oh my God, does that, does that take a lot of work? You know, in my most, you know, naive voice. And yeah, we are here because of Judy. I guarantee oh, it. That's, that's not true at all. Oh, I think yeah. we should have a group hug. That was so nice. But it was, it was, it was. So Judy, on that hand, while uh, while Kate was figuring out how to log onto the internet, um, yeah. and uh, tell us about it. David, I want to say one thing because I think a lot of people, and I know um, I learned this through the doing, is there is the one hit wonders that get millions overnight. Right. And, but it's it's that's a viral video. You know that versus a long term. Brand that you build over blood, sweat, and tears. Exactly, and that's what I think people don't understand. We we worked hard to gain an audience and to connect. And I mm -hmm. think when it all comes down to it, because of Kate and because of our chemistry, we had the content and people, um, and still I hope mm -hmm. related yeah. to us. Yeah, because you either like one of us or you hate us. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not both of us. Especially me, I'm that kind of a chick. You either get me or you don't. So. 
that that's the chemistry. Right. And, or, the, and then the worst is to have none of that, meaning like that you have where everyone feels mediocre about everyone. Then, then no, then nothing, nothing hits. You got to have that. Once you have the haters, you're in really good shape because that means oh, yeah. there, there's the, there's the lovers, you know, <laughs> once you got those people drinking the haterade, you're doing something right. You know what I mean? I love it then. But we I mean, those. I think it's just a building of it's, it's, you just got to, there's so many platforms, Twitter, and mm -hmm. um, we did all the different uh, video outlets. We did Vimeo, we did um, Media, YouTube, obviously. Media was the ones Hulu. that came to we us. All of them. So your yeah. idea was kind of the bee everywhere, the octopus, if you will. Yeah. Yes. And hope something sticks. Yeah. Or hope a technical technical pulls you in. Yeah. Right. And so, so there wasn't, and I think, you know, there never is a secret to building an audience. If there was one way to do it, everyone would do the exact same thing and everyone have this audience. So it's, it's more of a, more of a constellation of things. Now I, I'm curious, kind of going back to the business stuff. Here's my random fun fact that I'm going to pull out of my butt here. Uh, oh, is that, is that I saw at one point in the show, you guys were doing sponsorships. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and for example, one of your sponsorships was Petco. Everyone mm -hmm. likes Petco, right? Um, where yeah, where, yeah. So I remember, it, and you'd have a little logo show up, and here's Petco and all this kind of stuff. When did that start coming into the business model? Were you going out there negotiating deals? Was it just like, oh, is it now time to make money? How did you sort of approach that? And how many years in did you make the first kind of dollar with the show? Hmm. That's yeah. I mean, we got actually contacted through Mevio, which was really nice. Um, they contacted us. We'd been doing it for not even a year. I don't know. Yeah, not not that long at all. And said, listen, we love your show. We want to know if uh, we get you sponsors, which is the best thing, is that they get it for us. Obviously, right. they take a percentage. Yep. Um, and what was nice about Mevio is we were not, we didn't have to have an exclusive contract with them. We could still go through revision. We could still go. We just couldn't have Petco on revision and Petco right. on. But mm -hmm. that's kind of what happened to us. Um, they, we were uh, uh, a niche that they needed to fill. Yeah, we were that mom Mm -hmm. that little once again that niche that we just got right in there mm -hmm. with the mom thing mm -hmm. interesting and did the show did you guys ever tweak it from the beginning did you start coming up with more segments how did it sort of evolve to stay fresh because i know one of the things that i mean you guys have done this for a while um how many episodes do you, do you remember how you did of how many of lipstick and like ish yeah we did so many but we would do three a week oh yeah and we would literally like like you said in, in my little counter we would change shirts and then do a different topic all on the same day all within like a two-hour period the way it evolved really was the show started off uh to, oh, we wanted to do a half an hour show okay which was insane then i realized you cannot upload a half an hour show this was six, seven years ago. Yeah, this was bad. And then it would take forever, too, to like upload like a 10-minute thing. You'd be sitting there and be like, all right, well, I'm going to go, uh, and now my kids are two years older, but the, it's now right. uploaded. Or it freezes exactly. halfway through. You're right. Oh, <gasps> and then we went to 10 minutes, and then we realized that uh, looking at statistics and blah, 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 uh, people's attention spans nowadays, unfortunately, are like that. So then we ended up keeping it under five minutes. And oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and did you notice that there was, cause that's an interesting take. Cause like it, there's kind of two forms of like, I would argue that like, for example, my, this show right here that we do, it's video and audio, but right. it's really just audio with pictures. Do you get what I'm saying? It's not like right. we're, we're throwing stuff on. So, you know, a fair amount of people just listen to the audio. They take it on the iPod, they take it around and doing things like that. When it's a very visually heavy show, um, which in, in many cases yours was, you know, sometimes with your annex, that's why you did it on video. Okay. So you actually went, less time over time in mm -hmm. terms of the actual episode and you noticed that was better for 
what everything views for us but for podcasts if we were doing strictly podcasting or if that was i would have liked to have gone longer and actually i that's where i still wanted to go was you know you had all these visions and mm -hmm. they would say you're crazy but i would say i want to do our own radio show right. which would longer form format mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying um because our voices are so different mm -hmm. but it just and also honestly david technically i did not we both work full-time jobs i didn't have the time to edit or upload in a show longer than that right, right right no i mean that makes sense now i want to get to the to the meat of this of kind of like what the heck happened here because we're gonna see the show you know and now and we're gonna we're gonna shamelessly plug it here uh, because we have a lot of moms that watch the rise to the top and they're gonna want to check this out uh, for sure so it's 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 mom friends forever it is now airing weekly uh, during the comedy block so 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. somewhere in there on Nick jr. now that's the shameless plug but I want to hear about about this the story here because we see this now appear just like with every TV show this reminds me of when I talked to Patty Stanger um, the Millionaire Matchmaker. And I went out to Los Angeles a few years ago because my now wife had a bet with me that I couldn't figure out how to interview her, but I, I figured it out. And we got out there, and, you know, we, one of the things I was talking to her about is the, 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 the myth of overnight success, right? We see her show appear just like we see your show appear, and everyone's like, God, those gals just got lucky. They were just sitting there, and Nickelodeon calls up, and I know for sure that this was at least years of work so I want to hear yeah. what the heck happened behind the scenes. Where did the idea come from and how did it kind of progress? Because that's the stuff that I think people just don't get to see this like behind the scenes glimpse. Okay. So we had lipstick and laundry for what? Four, four years? Yeah. And about, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we're sitting there and all of a sudden Judy and I kept getting hits and hits and hits. And finally, it, like I said, it did, wasn't, it was no longer a hobby for me. Say, I thought, oh my gosh, Judy, we might really have something here. We should probably take this the next step further. And we both looked at each other like, well, we've been, you know, actresses our whole lives and blah, blah, blah. Why don't we? So we decided to send out demo reels. We made a demo reel. Judy cut it with some of our best stuff from like all high, of our highlights and stuff like that. Exactly. Right lights the funniest stuff cut 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 blah 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 put music to it you know an intro outro all that kind of stuff and sent it off and we got three calls so we got two from LA one from and one just happened to be here from St. Louis and Judy and I looked at each other and we're like St. Louis they don't have anything going on here what do you oh, mean oh nope. they got us bigger and cardinals yeah Ravioli. Yeah. So we're like, oh, well, we're here. Let's, you know, we, we Skyped the other two from, from L.A., didn't get quite of a good feeling, you know, said, let's let's just go and have this meeting with Cool Fire Media. And, and Kate, real quick here, not to interrupt on the story, but just to clarify for people that are kind of new to understanding this, you were sending this out to what, production houses? No. or, or and, and the idea that they they could take this and then sell it to someone or something like that? Exactly. exactly. So we didn't know. We didn't, certainly did not think it would become a reality show, mm -hmm. for God's sakes, David. You know, we thought, uh, you know, um, one-offs on, you know, oxygen, some little mom blibs, mom, anything. Mm -hmm. We didn't know at that point, but we knew we had something. Okay, so right. But what, what Cool Fire took it to was a whole different level. So mm -hmm. anyway, we take this meeting, we get in there, we, we immediately like the two guys that interviewed us, that, you know, talked us through. We, so over a course of about six months, we had lots of meetings. Yeah. Finally after that, you know, lots of meetings, lots of handshakes, lots of hugs, lots of lunches. And then all of a sudden they said, you know, we, um, we like you girls. We would like to do an exclusivity 
contract with you and we're just going to work with you and see what comes up in the next year. Okay, so cool. Later, we take another meeting and Judy springs on me like two days before we go into this meeting that she's having marital problems and that she's going to get a divorce. And I'm like, just adding what? it right in, adding yeah. it right in. Yeah. Like, to her best friend. I'm like, yeah. okay, I didn't even know you guys were having problems. Okay. <laughs> but once again, that's where friends hide things from friends and that's a reality all on its own. You never know what goes in. Yeah. Um, it actually just happened with us, a friend of ours, good friend yeah. that, you know, it just happened and we're like, holy crap. And I, so I, I can under, you know, yeah. I get it. I mean, yeah. like, really close. We had no idea. No idea. Yeah. Everything's good behind closed doors. You really don't know what goes on. Ever. In somebody's yeah. Ever. They lie to you. They lie. Right. So anyway, we take this meeting, and of course, big ass mouth Kate. Thank she, God. Thank God. <laughs> I say, yeah. Well, you know, Judy's just sprung on me that she's going to get a divorce, and both Tim uh, Breitbach and Steve Lubert's faces go ding, 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 There's ding. There's your show. There's your show. It's like, Kate, you guys were meant for reality. You guys are bold, obnoxious women, or me. Mm -hmm. Judy's going through this. Kate's got Kate's got the other side where she's got a really good marriage. Mm -hmm. We both have kids that are that are mm -hmm. that age you know, that are going through problems, puberty, everything, and we might think we might have found our show. Well, you know what's interesting, interesting. is met with us, they knew that they, they loved us. Mm -hmm. they, they go, we don't know what to do with We just YouTube. don't know what to do. And we kept saying, well, we want our talk show on a national level. That's what right. we want to do. We want right. to bring you it to like the lipstick and laundry kind of grown up, if you will. Exactly. Yeah. And then when this happened, they went, oh, wow, they're not perfect. Right. That's right. what we've been trying right. to say. Right. Captain Obvious called, but... Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying is about, uh, you know, it, it's a shift here. Now, a, a couple questions kind of going back for a second here, and, and Judy's probably a, a, up your, your alley on this. At this point, when you guys started these meetings and the courtship, if you will, um, yeah. number one, was the show, were you guys both still working other places at this point as well? And was the show making a tiny bit of money, a little bit of money, uh, you know, Four dollars, negative ten dollars. Like, what? Where were you kind of at with the business at that point? Was it kind of like, you know, not much is going on. We got to go big, or what was the idea? We knew we had to go bigger. We started to make money. The thing about this business is, if you have to put it back in, yeah, and absolutely, yeah. So, I knew we were just gonna say yeah, that. You have to. whatever we made, we'd buy new equipment, or we'd buy the, you know, yeah, mm -hmm. market mm -hmm. something, or. So I think right as we were going through this, I think it would have made even more, except that we went the other route and did the show within a show with Cool Fire Originals. So I think it was just starting to build to where we could actually start getting some revenue. We've had some good sushi lunches on Lipstick and Laundry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that, that's always good. I'm like, you got to have me on at some point if you were still doing it. I'd come on and have sushi. I'd be the guy sitting there. It'd be awesome. Um, oh, but, but, yeah, I, but, but, you know, it's interesting because you, you kind of had this sort of bigger idea because a lot of people don't have that sort of vision of thinking, you know, and being flexible with it. Because it seems like you guys were thinking one way, you almost had to sort of be a little bit convinced to go the other way. Um, and then how does it sort of work from there? Like, like you've signed with now Cool Fire. They go out and what? They sell Nick, they sold basically Nick on this. And now what happened? Because if you go to Lipstick and Laundry now, it's redirecting to the new show. It's like everything, like how's the world changed here since this has happened? Well, they did when Cool Fire Originals created a seven minute, was it seven minute? Sizzle. Sizzle, mm -hmm. which yeah. was, um, and they, they took it to New York. They took it to LA. We had a lot of bites. Um, we had a lot of interest, but it was Nick Jr. that we finally did the deal with. Is that mm -hmm. the question? Did mm -hmm. I answer the question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no
Sometimes I don't even ask questions. I just say like a random paragraph. And then you're like, what did I say? No idea. Um, uh, but uh, what, what I was kind of getting towards is sort of like how – so basically you guys don't do lipstick and laundry anymore because you're, 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 you're now basically exclusively – with Nick and and now what's it like? I mean, we're doing this from St. Louis, but are you are, are they coming? Is Cool Fire filming here and they send it out there? Like, how does this sort of work? Well, okay, so let's go back to lipstick and laundry. So they love they 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 wanted to drop the name right off the bat. They didn't want anything to do with that name, and then they thought it over and said, well, they've got a lot of followers and a lot of viewers. Let's use that name to our advantage, and that's why we still have it. You know, the the transfer to Nick Mom. So they right. are acknowledging that we did have this successful podcast before they picked us up. Mm-hmm. So we had this sizzle. They developed. Then we went into an exclusive deal with Nick Jr. with uh, developing the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and then where was I? Going? Well, Cool Fire Originals, they shoot it, <laughs> oh, right. they edit it, they produce it, mm-hmm. and then they do everything here. They're also the um, producers of Sweetie Pies, Welcome to Sweetie Pies, yeah. which is a show on OWN. Mm-hmm. They also do Fast and Loud. Is it Fast and Loud or mm-hmm. Fast and Furious? Fast and Loud. Fast and Loud on Discovery HD, and they've got all these different shows. And um, they're basically, the one thing that Nick loved about our show in particular is we were Midwest. We're not New yeah. York. Not LA, mm-hmm. so they like the fast fact of keeping it very Midwest because it made it more real. Mm-hmm. And that's cool. David, we're still into. I mean, you know, if if, if we get blessed with a second season, we still to this day, Judy and I look at each other and say we want to keep it Midwest. We oh, yeah. don't want them flying in New York and LA people. We've got a fabulous director. We've got a fabulous production team. We've got all of the camera people. Fifteen people work on the set from St. Louis. And we're proud of that. We put in our own to work, and we don't want that to change. Right. You know? Very cool. No, so it's exciting times. And how many – so the episodes – how many episodes are in the first season? Uh, we've shot 20. Wow. And now we've been picked up for another six. So we're so shooting – So 26 episodes. Well, very cool. Well, this is such an interesting story just because, you know, you see a lot of people that, you know, are in online media or whatever, and, and they very rarely – uh, have this sort of opportunity that you guys have done and had the vision to do so. So I am freaking pumped about this. Um, as we wrap here, I want to make sure we give links out. We do shameless plugs. You want to say hello to anyone, whatever. Um, so so uh, the one thing is, there we go. The, the website is nickmom.com. I'm going to link this all up below. Um, slash TV slash mom dash friends dash forever. If you don't remember that, don't worry. It's going to be linked up below in the show notes. Um, any other stuff, guys, as we wrap it up? I mean, this was super interesting. I just appreciate you uh, shamelessly sharing the story uh, with, with our peeps here today. Aww. You can Twitter us at Kate F. White for me. I would love to hear from anybody that, you know, wants to ask questions. And you know how to respond now and everything and use the internet. I, and use, you, no, I'm just making sure. You're even better than me, and I'm Judy D. Okay. Judy D. Yeah. Judy D. All right, cool. So we're going to link up your Twitter accounts. Uh, people give you shout-outs on there from the show. And, ladies, this has been awesome. And now we got we got to hang out and, like, do a coffee or some point in St. Louis. Oh, right I would love to. Coffee? We have- do cocktails. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you and your wife drink? Yes, of course. Yeah. yeah, there we go. So we're, we're in for that. Uh, you know, it starts with a C, exactly. we're in. All right, guys. Well, we appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank Thanks, you so David. much, David. This was Kate and Judy on the Rise to the Top. All that stuff is linked up below, guys. Um, remember, jump on the Rise VIP email list, therisetop.com slash VIP. I'm David Seitmagarlin. And remember, if you want some fluff, you know what to do. Go pet a bunny. And that's it. I hope you enjoyed it with Judy and Kate. They are a uh, ball of energy. Well, I don't know. It's a collective ball, balls of energy. You know what I'm saying. 
balls of energy. So make sure to check that out. It's just, you know, a great, interesting story. I think it's awesome to see someone that kind of had a different goal in mind. Like, you know, a lot of us, I think we, we look to monetize online and kind of build the brand online. They were like, hey, listen, we're going to take this a little bit offline, go more the traditional route, but there's still a lot of things to learn from that. So I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, reminder, of course, that you got to get on the Rise VIP email list if you haven't already. Absolutely free. The Rise slash VIP. Just enter your email. You'll get, you know, episodes like this. You'll also get DSG TV, which are my short tip related videos I put out every Monday. You'll get those to your email. You get all kinds of other stuff as well, uh, but I won't flood you. I send out about, yeah, two-ish emails a week. Occasionally, a third sneaks in there, but it's about two emails a week. So check out at therisetop.com slash VIP. And finally, one more shout out to our sponsor, Go to My PC. Uh, especially awesome for mediapreneurs and the 45-day free trial. Access those files from anywhere. Download the app. You know, go go on your iPad, iPhone, whatever. Download the app for free in the App Store, and then head over to theridestop.com slash go to my PC and get the 45 day free trial. You don't have to enter a promo code. You don't have to do anything. You just sign up. 45 days. Give it a test drive. I think it'll make your life a lot easier and more productive. See ya.